You're listening to True Grind Radio with your boy Vaz. Stay tuned and follow me on social media. That's at R-E-A-L-V-A-Z-Z. What's up, guys? Thanks for tuning in to True Grind Radio. It's your boy Vaz. As always, how are you? I hope you're doing well, and I hope that you guys are fulfilling your your dreams and goals and all that great stuff. But check it out. So uh, today, I wanted to talk about something I've been thinking about for a while, but I never thought to bring it up, and that is <clears throat> the Space Force and, you know, shuttles that are being built to take people to outer space outer space that's not so weird and colonizing mars now when i heard about the space force initially i was thinking wait what the space force are we talking about we're talking about a a space military basically intergalactic warfare and it's like are we trying to be preemptive about it or do we know something or does somebody not we does somebody up there know something that we don't and that's a, that's a, a crazy question and then you got um, companies like SpaceX building shuttles to take wealthy people <laughs> up to space I don't know how much the cost is going to be but I know it's going to be I think it's like a hundred thousand or something like that from what I last read and that's you know that's for people that got a hundred thousand to just blow on a trip to space which if I had that money I definitely would blow it on a trip to space because what the hell, right? And then you got some some companies out there within NASA discussing the possibility of colonizing Mars. And I'm thinking, man, with all these things that are shaping up the way they are, I'm thinking, what happened between 2017 and now that we got we pushed we're pushing so hard for you know outer space you know travel and things like that and colonizing other planets what don't we know and then i got to thinking say if you know the inevitable does happen or we can all come to an agreement as different countries and our leaders decide they want to do you know they want to have world war three Now, if they're building shuttles to have people, you know, go into space, does that mean that when it goes down that you're going to have the people that are wealthy that can afford it out in space while everybody's down here just, you know, blowing each other up? And it's like, man, that is a possibility. They have the technology already. We've seen it. And I'm thinking that that's like the the end game or the plan for if if stuff hits the fan you know and it's crazy like it really is crazy because you're like man what like what about everybody else we're just gonna blow ourselves up and you know they're gonna start colonizing on mars when the earth is nothing but a a shattered core and a, a you know a shadow of its former glory but then it, I also got to thinking about the colonizing Mars thing. What did they find on Mars that they know for sure can sustain life? I guess I have to look into, you know, do some research on what the Mars rover found 
if they even have that available, which I, they should. I don't see why not, but I'll definitely do some research on that. But it's like, what did they find that they know that they could sustain life on Mars? Like, I think they found, you know, underground caverns with water and stuff like that. And that makes you think, like, what are their plans for colonizing Mars? Do you know, live in a bubble? And what about the atmosphere? And if you're trying to live underground, you know, that's going to change the humans that live there. They're going to have to evolve. Their bodies are going to have to evolve to be accustomed to living underground because that's how we are as human beings. We evolved and we adapt to our environment. So it makes you think what's going to happen to those people are going to be the Martians. And, you know, it's going to be it's going to come to a point where it's uh, Martians, which are the, the human beings which colonize Mars and whoever's left on Earth are going to be the Earthlings, the last survivors. You know what I mean? And it's kind of nuts because I think about it like that. And then what happens when all, you know, everything dust clears, we get back to whatever we salvage whatever's left of the earth and then you know the earthlings stay there to rebuild and you know the wealthy become the martians and there's going to be this this thing where you know the earthlings are going to be the lower class and the martians are going to be what the higher class or there's going to be you know a prejudice between the two you know the two it's going to essentially be two different races because or you know two two are not two different races but two different almost two different species because of the different environments and the way that the um, Martians are going to have to adapt to life on Mars, whereas the Earthlings are going to have to be, you know, a certain way as well. And that what happens when those Martians want to come back to to Earth is will their body be able to handle the atmosphere again? And, and then we don't know what the atmosphere is going to be like after, you know, total destruction. But I, I just wonder about that. And, like, why is it all happening now? And how, you know, who's in the know? And, and how, why is that so important? Why militarize space? Like, what's about to go down? You know what I mean? So, that's just the things I think about. And I just wanted to bring that to you guys' attention. What do you think? You know, let me know what's up. Because I just think that it's crazy. Like, it's all not happening so fast. But you got to think that NASA you know, shut down its space exploration program not too long ago. It was like a few years ago. And now all of a sudden they're way past where they were before. And it's like, what happened between that time frame? I know, I know different companies jumped on board and stuff like that to help, you know, but we're like so far ahead of where we were before that we're talking about shuttles and carrying people to space as like a tourist attraction. And it's like, man, when, when did that happen? And why was the president so, like, one of the first things he did was was establish a space force? Like, what, what did he just come into? Was this something he was thinking about or did he learn something and was like, you know what? We need a space force all of a sudden. And I feel like we didn't find, from what we know, we didn't find enough information about life or anything out there for us to have to militarize space. But maybe they found something that we don't know about. That's really what I'm thinking. And yeah. So anyway, let's take a short break. And we'll talk about more when we get back. Welcome back from the break. So while we're on the subject of space, 
Um, I wanted to address something real quick. In my last episode, I was saying that I really enjoyed astrology when I meant to say astronomy. And I said this, I said this like four times. And I was like, damn, I, I listened, <laughs> I listened and I got, you know, you know, I get, I, get, I got cringe because I'm like, man, I really meant to say astronomy this whole time. And I kept saying astrology because astrology is, you know, like the study of horoscopes and stuff like that. And I was talking about astronomy, like the, the study of planets and things like that. So I apologize if you guys heard that. And we're thinking, what is this guy talking about? So, yeah, that's what I was talking about. <laughs> so, yeah, that's cool. But anyway, while we're still on the subject, uh, we were talking about how, you know, how we had the, the Space Force and shuttles to see space and NASA talking about colonizing Mars. And, there, like, scientists do believe that there are other species out there and other life out there and they're sending a like a bunch of probes that are supposedly going to be powered by laser beams to my understanding and they're going to be launched from a satellite and that you know that initial laser beam i guess burst is supposed to uh, like allow the probes to have 100 and giga 100 gigawatts of power lasting several minutes and that's supposed to get them um i forget how many light years it was uh it's or it was supposed to be the one fifth of the speed of light and it's supposed to go into the vacuum of space and be able to glide because it has like these foil it almost looks like a kite and it has like these foil wings that's supposed to it's supposed to just drift and get to proxima b which is 4.2 light years away and it's supposed to take 20 years to get there and it sends back data it's going to be constant in constant contact with the earth and it's going to it takes about from once it's there it's going to take about four years to send back information back and forth from the u.s i mean not the u.s to so earth and i thought that that was really fascinating because that's a good way you know go out there and actually see what's out there get some more probes and the further we get in our technology and the more we advance the more options we have to kind of go explore the unknown and i saw this this thing on uh, tv that they have I, I think they were checking for sound waves like they have these giant these giant kind of like the radio towers and that's probably not the technology but they're supposed to pick up radio signals Right, they're supposed to pick up radio signals from way beyond our atmosphere, like way out there. And I thought that that was pretty cool, but you have to, in order for that to work, for you to pick up something like a radio communication or something like that, the other species that you're trying to interact with would have to be intelligent enough to have similar technology or even use the same technology which they could communicate in a whole different way and not even need radio frequencies and things like that. So I thought that that was cool. You know, that's kind of a hit or miss depending on, you know, how advanced the 
the alien species is and what they're using for communication. And if they don't even need radio frequencies to communicate, then, you know, that's really not going to work out. So I think the probe is really the best bet right now because you're going to be able to send it out and really collect a lot of data along the way. And the way they're doing it is pretty cool because if they didn't do it that way, from my understanding with um, lasers and things like that, they would have need like gigantic like fuel fuel supplies because even though these things like the, the size of the chip is like not much bigger than my thumb really and not even him that might even be less yeah it's actually smaller than my thumb and you would still need like a huge amount of fuel and the way they're they're powering it is pretty awesome to use like that that you know beams of light to propel it forward and then the the foil is supposed to help it glide i think that's a good idea i mean it doesn't seem like it can return which is fine as long as it can send the data because it has a it has a laser attached on itself to send back data that way so you get a laser that's pushing it forward and then it gives you a laser back that's sending the data but i don't know how that's going to work if something gets behind it like uh say a meteor or something gets behind it and then you're kind of like you know you're kind of done because there's going to be the block in communication so i don't know it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out but you know, I'm going to have to wait till I'm like 60 <laughs> to really get to see what's going to happen there. So I just thought it was cool. I just wanted to share that with you guys real quick. So thank you for being with me. I'm going to not take up so much of your time anymore. I hope you enjoyed the show. Um, check me out on Flipboard at Real Vaz. So if I'm going to start coming up with these things and start promoting, you know, some more stuff. Um, also, stay tuned and keep a, keep an eye out for what's going to happen new on my website because I really have some cool stuff that I want to try there too. So thank you so much, and I'll see you in the next one. Hey, I hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget you can listen on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and a host of other platforms. Just search True Grind Radio in your platform of choice and listen to me there.